0: M-A-R-N-M-U-M F- Main Menu main Menu
1: Welcome to main menu for the week of August 8 through August 14 2014 I'm your host David Tanner and we are very pleased to have you with us here on main menu today today on main menu we have three things we're gonna start out we've had some questions and a lot of questions in fact about the KNFB reader for iOS for the iOS devices and we thought well the best way to answer those questions was there is a recording available publicly Uh, for the demonstration and announcing of the KNFE Reader for iOS, which will be, they say, released by the end of August and will cost $99 on the iOS App Store. And so we are going to air for you that official announcement of the app and a demonstration of the app, which was done at the beginning of july and we thought you might want to hear what it's all about and get some better information about it and then when it comes out you can uh, decide whether that's something you're interested in getting for your ios device or not and then main menu staff member david woodbridge comes to us with a demonstration of a weather program for you and he's going to be demonstrating something called net urban weather station And this program comes with some inside and outside detectors for the weather and it will give you then on your computer all the latest information so you can keep up with what the weather is around your house, inside and out. And then finally, Darren Duff and Main Menu staff member Tim Cummings come to us again and they will be doing the final part of the audio recording software GoldWave and this will be the final part of class one of the GoldWave training as you know we've been uh, trying to give you a part of the training uh, once in a while here on main menu And, of course, we've had a little bit of a break uh, during the last couple of weeks or so, but this is the last part of Class 1. And remember, if you haven't heard all of the classes, part of the class, you can, of course, come to the main menu webpage again, and there you can find the files that you're missing and get the whole class together on on your computer so that you can learn how to use Goldway for doing some audio recording and editing. That's what's up on Main Menu today. We hope you have a great week. We'll see you back here next week on Main Menu. It's summer, and traditionally a time when the technology companies, including the assistive technology companies, come out with a lot of their new and cool things. And this summer, we want you to remember that we here at Main Menu will keep you on top of what's hot and what's cool this summer in the technology field. So don't miss us every week here on Main Menu.
2: And now. The official unveiling of the KNFB Reader application under iOS at this year's National Federation of the Blind Convention in Orlando,
3: Florida. Hi Noel Lee is here with me. Hi is running at KNFB Reader running on the iPhone 5S. Hi, take it away. Good afternoon, everyone. Without further
4: ado, I'm gonna put down this mic because I do require two hands to hold this
0: iPhone. KNFB reader. Double tap to open. <laughs> KNFB reader.
4: To take a picture. I just touch the middle of the screen.
0: Take picture, button. Capture image of the document and reads the text. I'm
4: gonna go ahead and line up my document the same way that I used to with the N82 just by placing it flat on the page and lifting it up about eight to 10 inches.
0: Take picture, button. Capture image of the document and reads the text. Take picture. Back, text cut off on bottom, room service. For total relaxation, place an order from the room service menu. Enjoy breakfast and better on the balcony. Enjoy a cozy supper. So was that fast or what? <laughs> and I can also navigate just
4: like normal with comfort.
0: Enjoy a cozy supper from the comfort of your own room. Please call room service at extension 7141.
4: Very easy to navigate, very simple to use. This is an app that I hope all of you
3: will get. Uh, hi, why don't you do another one? Take picture.
0: The Button. Capture image three three of the... Three. Take picture. <laughs>
3: Snap.
0: The sports medicine patient advisor. Rotator cuff strain rehabilitation exercises. You may do all of these exercises right away. One, one. Scapular range of motion. Shrug your shoulders up. Then squeeze your shoulder blades together. Then relax your shoulder blades down. Hold each position 5 seconds. Repeat 10 times. Do 3 sets. 2. Wand exercises A. Shoulder flexion. Stand upright and hold a stick in both hands. Stretch your arms by lifting them over your head, keeping your elbows straight. Do not raise them past the point of pain. Hold that position for five seconds.
3: Okay, so so uh, what I want to tell you about that picture, that's a document of mine that I gave to Hyatt I said, here, you read this. This document has a lot of graphics spread throughout the text, which shows people who can see the page how to do this exercise. Now it, it it's a page that my doctor gave me copied out of the sports medicine advisor book and I was having rotator cuff difficulty and she gave it to me and she said, Here, do this. And then she said, Oh, it's gonna be you won't be able to read this. And I said, no, it's actually not going to be a problem. And uh, and, and, and indeed, it it is not a problem. So it gives you a good example. This would be a good time to talk about some of the capabilities. Hi, uh, why don't you take us through a tour? And let's go through Spot a of the image capture screen.
0: File Explorer. Button.
3: File Explorer. Well, we had this in the KNFB Reader. This is a list of files that you have saved. And you can name the file to any name you want. And, uh, and so uh, that will be found in your File Explorer. Go ahead.
0: Settings. Button.
3: Well, that's obvious. There will be various settings that you'll have to change. <laughs> Go ahead. Flash is on. Button. You'll be able to turn the flash on or off. Uh, normally, we find it's best to leave the flash on, but there's a flash on or off. Go ahead. Take picture. Button. That's obvious.
0: Capture image of the document but, and reads the text.
3: We want to point out, even though the, the visual button for taking a picture is quite small, I mean, it's about the size of your fingertip, and appears in roughly the middle of the left-hand side of the screen, the entire left-hand side of the screen, even the invisible part of the left-hand side of the screen, is Take Picture. So all you have to do is touch anywhere on the left-hand side of the screen. And for those of you that know the split tab, for example, so, so touch take picture with two fingers, raise one, and it'll take the picture. Okay, so it's really cool. And the right-hand side of the screen is devoted to field,
0: field of view report.
3: Button. And so again, it's the same thing we had in the KNFB Reader Mobile. It'll tell you that all four edges are visible, and then you better take that picture because you may not get it again. So,
1: okay, so
3: field of view report, what's next Turn
0: tilt guidance on or off, switch button, off.
3: So tilt guidance tells you whether or not the device is tilted, and it does so with a vibration. So um, it'll be vibrating a lot, When you have tilt guidance on, and as soon as you bring it to level, the vibrations go down as you get closer to level. And this is tilt right or left or front to back, anything, because you would like to have a level picture if you can. And so that's tilt guidance on or off.
0: Page mode. Button.
3: Page mode. Well, you can have multiple pages, just as we did in the KNFB Reader Mobile. You can take a multiple page document. This is more versatile than KNFB Reader Mobile in this regard, though, because if, uh, let's say you're four or five pages down in the document, you take a picture and it produces a lot of junk text, and so it's not really a good one. You don't have to save that picture. You can delete it and, and it'll uh, let you take another picture. So you, you picture by picture, you have the option to add or not to add. Or if you want to go back into a document and delete a previously taken page, you can do that. So it's, it's pretty flexible, and you can take multiple page documents, not just single page documents. Go ahead.
0: Text detection language. Button. I
3: don't know if Hai knows the answer to this we'll probably have something like 40 or 50 languages, right? That's correct. Yeah. Um, in that order of magnitude, and we're going to sell this reader throughout the world. We're going to have to because we're going to have to charge at such a low price. We're going to have to sell a lot of them all over the world. So in KNFB Reader Mobile, we had 18 languages, including including English. KNFB Reader iPhone app will have 40 or 50 languages, more when we can get them. And so you'll be able to set the language translation at the point where it just showed you. Go ahead.
0: Document type. Button.
3: Document type. Well, you remember we had books, articles, and labels, and we had bills and memos, those two document types in the KNFB Reader mobile. In KNFB Reader iPhone app, we just call it Books. Or bills, and we expect. <laughs>
5: well,
3: we had a lot of extraneous words. And and we expect not a hundred percent sure that it'll be in the first version, but we expect to have business card, and and business card would include the capability of saving to your contacts. Oh, <laughs> Select
0: profile. Button.
3: We have three different uh, modes, I guess you would say, that are potentially usable for the way you would normally like to capture text. Now, Hi and I are using the, the manual method, um, and that's what we're all used to with the KNFB Reader Mobile but we do have, and its I would have to say that it's somewhat in, still in development, is an automated method where you can just raise the device, it will recognize when it's got all four edges, it will see that you've got a good picture, and it'll say, hold still, taking picture, and the picture will snap. Now, I find that it's not as efficient as I am, and so... I don't don't want to use it because um, there's a certain amount of lag time. I don't know whether we can get rid of that or not. But some people may like that feature, and we'll undoubtedly have it. And then the other one is voice activated. Currently, it functions so poorly that it slows down the whole operation of your... everything else on your iPhone for a while until you clear it all out. So... Uh, we don't expect to implement it at this moment but some people like to say take picture so you'll have <laughs> three different methods probably eventually for uh, taking a picture then let's see let's let's go to uh, the uh, the reading screen how about you want to take, take a picture? picture button yeah
0: capture image of the document and reads the text take pic text cut off on bottom you will need the following information to set up your account: employee ID.
3: So what happens is when the app opens, you are always at the take picture screen. Okay, and and all you have to do is take a picture. The next screen to display is the text reading screen, and that's where Hi is right now on a document that. It's an internal document from our company. So there are various things you can do on the text reading screen. Hi, you want to touch a button or two?
0: Edit tags for this page or document.
3: Edit edit tags for this page or document. I have no idea what that means. (laughs) Do you? For
4: those of you who are unfamiliar with tagging, it's really good for searching. You can uh, tag a document with whatever, whatever keywords you want and uh, find
3: them more easily in the future. So edit tags.
0: Show picture associated with the selected page. Okay,
3: so, so now there's show picture associated with the page. So that would be the image of the document rather than the text from the document. Go ahead.
0: Translate selected text, page or document. So,
3: so if you took the, the page and you found, well, no, I, I need to read this in Spanish. You can translate... Where's the next button? Right.
0: Delete this page from the document. Button.
3: All right, so, so if you don't like the results that you got, you can delete the page from the document and do it again.
0: Add page to document. Button.
3: And then, again, if you uh, like the results you got, you can add the page to the multi-page document. Go ahead.
0: Edit page mode off. Button.
3: I don't know if this will be in the first version that we put in the App Store, but it'll come along for sure. And that is you can... You know, if if there's a word or two that didn't speak very well and you care about it enough and you're going to keep it and you want to edit the text, you'll be able to go in and edit the text. Uh, I used this feature the other day to select all, and then I pasted it into my notes. I went just quickly, opened the note, pasted it into my notes, and sent the note to high. So uh, you, you can—that's you, one way to share. That won't be the only way to share, but it was an example of how you could do it. So we really have two kinds of TTS in this uh, reader, and right now you, it's hard to distinguish between the two because the voice—the voices—are the same. But you will be able to distinguish between the two. The one TTS has voices that will be changeable under settings and when it is reading there will be a visual highlighter moving through the text just as we did on the KNFB reader mobile and it helps people who are dyslexic to read and that there's that TTS and then there's voiceover right now we're using both TTS voices that there is a play button at the bottom And when you hit the play button, it is playing the internal TTS, not voiceover. And you'll be able to navigate with that TTS, but, but that won't be the voiceover navigation gestures. So we have also enabled voiceover so you can navigate through the text with the voiceover gestures. And you can set the rotor to characters, words, lines... Uh, you'll be able to use the regular gestures that you're used to with voiceover. What else do we have at the bottom?
0: Choose TTS speech rate button. Choose TTS language button.
3: So you'll be able to change.
0: change text language.
3: Yeah, so you'll be able to change the text language to anything about 40 or 50 languages. Uh, you'll be able to change the speech rate. Sometimes it used to go up to 200% and uh, real quickly. Then it was hard to get it down to 50%. But anyway, uh, you'll be able to change the speech rate. Then you'll be able to navigate in the, in the internal TTS, not voiceover. You'll be able to navigate by sentence. Maybe by paragraph. So the idea with navigation granularity is to eventually offer
4: daisy navigation with the intention of also including a daisy book letter. Yeah,
3: just to whet your appetite.
1: Thank you very much.
2: This has been the official unveiling of the KNFB Reader under iOS at the National Federation of the Blind Convention in Orlando, Florida. For more information about KNFB Reader, visit knfbreader.com or on Twitter at KNFB Reader.
6: Here at ACB Radio's Main Menu, we are always looking for feedback from our listeners. If you have any feedback about something that you have heard here on Main Menu, suggestions for things you would like to hear on future programs, Or, if you are able to record a product demonstration or interview for us, please get in contact with us by sending an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also get in contact with us via Twitter. Our Twitter page is at www.twitter.com slash mainmenu, or you can follow at mainmenu with your favorite Twitter client. Finally, all of our contact information, past shows, and more can be found on our website at mainmenu.acvradio.org. Thank you for listening to Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts about our program.
7: Welcome to this demonstration of the Natatmo Urban Weather Station, Natatmo being N-E-T-A-T-M-O. And this weather station comprises two sensors one for indoor, one for outdoor. That connects wirelessly to the internet and on your smartphone, tablet, PC or Mac you can then gather the information that the sensors are feeding back to the Natatmo servers so you can access the information basically from anywhere in the world where you've placed your sensors. When you purchase the Natatmo Urban Weather Station It comes in a box, and I should say it reminded me of the box that I got my iPad mini in, where you basically hold the lid of the box and it sort of slides out very gradually so you can anticipate opening the box. In the box you get the indoor and outdoor sensors, and I'll describe them shortly. You get a USB cable and a USB wall charger. And that USB cable and USB wall charger is to connect the indoor sensor to power. In the box that I got from the Apple online store where I purchased the the Natatmo Urban Weather Station, I got an extra two adapters which were universal power adapters so I can plug into different wall sockets. You get two screw mounts to mount the outdoor unit to a wall if you wish. You also get a Velcro strap with a little tab that can lock onto the back of the outdoor module as well. If you want to just tie it or temporarily tie it to a chair, underneath a table, etc. outside, you get the batteries for the outdoor unit and you also get a getting started, I'd say, pamphlet rather than manual to get up and running with both the indoor-outdoor sensors and connecting it to your Wi-Fi network and setting up your account, etc. As I said in the beginning, the whole Natatmo Urban Weather Station, if you like, is really around these two sensors to begin with. The indoor module is about 6 inches or 15.2 centimeters high. The outdoor module is approximately 5 inches or 12.7 12.7 centimeters high. Width-wise, considering that both the sensors are cylindrical, so if you want to do width and length, it's 45 millimeters or 1.7 inches. They're quite small and sleek. Both the indoor and outdoor modules are made of aluminium with a plastic cap at the top and the bottom both units contain a vertical slot so running down the side of the sensors and that contains lights which gives the user information about battery level etc and also to the indoor sensor has a light on there for CO2 level indication on the outdoor sensor on the opposite side to where you've got the slot for the lights There's another slot that allows you to attach it to the wall mount or the screws that go into the wall when you mount it outside or where you slide the tab on the Velcro strap to attach the module to, as I said before, a chair, a table or somewhere else outdoor if you wish. The battery level indication and Wi-Fi connectivity, I should say here, can be checked remotely via the website and app. Etc. So you don't need to look at the lights on either module. You can check them remotely The setup process was completely accessible Literally I just took the indoor module out of the box I plugged the universal adapter in to the USB charger Because the USB charger needs to click into one of those universal adapters for the PowerPoint Then I connected the USB cable from that into the indoor sensor, Plugged that into power. Then I unscrewed the bottom of the outdoor sensor and undid two screws, which are basically thumb screws, to then insert the AAA batteries that come with the unit. Pop the bottom back on again, and literally once the batteries are inserted and connected, if you like, that unit is now ready to go visually there's a green light on the unit as well the same when powers on the indoor sensor then i downloaded and installed the natatmo app in this case on my iphone from the ios app store and of course the natatmo app is free since you've already bought the hardware when i ran the natatmo app It asked me to create an account, which you require, because all the data that comes from the sensors, as I've mentioned, goes back to the Netatmo service. I logged in. It then asked me to place my finger on top of the indoor sensor for about 10 seconds. And what happens is a blue light begins to flash, which means the indoor sensor is connecting to your Wi-Fi network, I then connected it to my Wi-Fi network. After I did that, it then downloaded and updated itself with the latest version of the firmware. And it also located the outdoor module without any problem. And literally, I then ended up in the what they call the main dashboard screen of the app, which gave me... All the sensor reading data for both the indoor and the outdoor sensors. I put my indoor sensor in the lounge room and I put my outdoor sensor under my pergola outside out of direct sunlight because in the afternoon when the if the Sun hits the sensor it'll give a misreading because it's direct sunlight and it's also out of the rain. One suggestion I'll give you is when you have both sensors running particularly for the outdoor sensor. Give it an hour or two to get down to the correct reading. Okay the indoor and the outdoor sensors give you the following information. Current temperature, minimum temperature, maximum temperature and humidity. In addition the indoor sensor gives you comfort temperature level co2 level inside your house air pressure and i thought this one was quite interesting acoustic sound level so for example when there's nobody in my house the acoustic level is sitting at around about 48 and when my boys are home it's up around between 65 and 73 decibels the outdoor sensor gives you the information also about air quality which it gets from your local regional weather information. It also gives you feels like for the outdoor temperature as well. When you run the app, in this case on your iPhone, the information updates every 10 minutes. Now I've read different versions of this. One information said five minutes. When I've looked at the app on my phone it seems to update every 10 minutes. So let's just say for argument's sake it updates on a regular basis and literally what it's doing is it's every 5 to 10 minutes if you like it's gathering information from the indoor-outdoor sensor sending it off to the Natatmo server and that's where you're getting the information from. Rather than waiting 5 to 10 minutes, if you want a now as in instant reading, you can actually touch the top of the indoor sensor and that'll do an instant gathering of data and you'll get a notification if your phone is locked that the Nintendo app has a notification and indeed if you go and read the app screen you'll see the time and date stamp of when the last update occurred for the app and I will get on to demonstrating the app very shortly I'm not going to talk for the whole demonstration I just want to give you a few points to consider about the Netatma Urban Weather Station and then I'll give you a demonstration of the app itself. Keep in mind there's actually no indoor outdoor buttons on either of these sensors. So literally you plug it into power and it's on, you put the batteries in the outdoor unit and it's on. When I tried besides the dashboard information about the different sensor data coming in from both sensors, the graph screen and the event screen at least in the iOS app at the moment are currently not accessible if you're using voiceover however I don't need to use the graph or the event information anyway so I didn't worry about that too much I have contacted the developer and they have assured me that they're going to try and make some changes to make the app more accessible in the long term. On the dashboard, so that's where I said the information is about all the different data centres, about temperature and humidity and so on. There's also a part of the screen that shows the current weather information, again, pulling from your local regional weather station. That's currently not readable by voiceover. And again, I notify the developer of that issue as well. Before I get on to demonstrating the app, I should also say that you can actually use another three sensors with your indoor sensor to gather in more data if you wish. And just one final warning, I found the Netatmo website where your account is and all the information about your sensor data. It didn't work too badly with JAWS for Windows. It didn't work at all very well with VoiceOver on my Mac. I didn't try it with VoiceOver using Safari on iOS. So for people that have an iPhone or an iPad, you're probably going to get much more sense out of just using the Natatmo app. And of course, to search for that, because I haven't mentioned that yet, if you just stick in Natatmo, N-E-T-A-T-M-O, you should find it. You'll also notice there's an app for older versions of iOS, and it does warn you that the one that you want is the Natatmo weather station app, but it's very clear of which app version it's talking about on the App Store. Okay, so that's enough talking from me. Let's go and run the app and I'll just show you some basic navigation around the app itself, keeping in mind that I've already logged in. So I'm currently using my app as a logged in user, not from the beginning. Okay, so I'm on the first home screen on my iPhone. Of course, I'm running VoiceOver on my iPhone 5. And I've currently got hints turned on with voiceover. So I want to get to my third home screen where the app's located currently. So I'm going to do a three-finger flick to the left.
8: Page two of three. Page three of three.
7: Okay, I'm going to touch the bottom of my screen.
8: Phone. Five. Five new items. On my dock. Double tap to open.
7: To do a one finger flick back to the left.
8: Page three of three. Netatmo. Double tap to open.
7: Okay, that's nitadmo. And of course it said double tap to open. So one finger double tap
8: menu button.
7: Okay, there's the menu button. will take you into the menu. Now, if I flick to the right,
8: change station home button.
7: I can change the station that I'm using. So currently, this is home and my street name. And then I flick to the right again.
8: Events button.
7: That's the events button. Now, that's the screen that I said wasn't particularly accessible. Now, I should say at this point, I also had a graphic button. In between the change station and the event button that now seems to have disappeared so when you're playing with yours you might get also a graphic button but i found neither the graphic button or the event button currently of this recording actually work with voiceover so let's flick to the right again
8: last update time wednesday the 30th of july at 11:52 am
7: so the last update was the 30th of july at 11:52. if i check my time on my iphone at the top of the status bar 11-
8: 11:54 a.m. Status bar item.
7: It's current 11:54 now. Double tap to open
8: settings. Swipe down with three fingers to reveal the notice.
7: Okay, so two finger touch to set up voiceover. Let me touch it back on the main screen of the app.
8: Change station. Home Homeyweera button. Okay, let's
7: flick back to the right again.
8: Events button. Last update time. Wednesday the 30th of July at 11:52 a.m.
7: Okay, flick to the right again.
8: Rain button.
7: Now this is the rain button. And basically what you can also buy with the Natatmo Urban Weather Station is a rain gauge that you can put outside and you can actually get sensor data from that as well. This is where you can also purchase it as well if you wish. I currently don't really get enough rain to justify me getting a rain gauge at the moment, so I haven't purchased one of those. So flip to the right.
8: Outdoor temperature, 18.9 degrees Celsius.
7: Okay, so because I'm in Australia, I've got all my settings on Celsius and so on. You can also change them in under Change Units under Settings, and I'll show you where that is shortly. Okay, so that's the outdoor temperature, 18.9 degrees Celsius. Flip to the right.
8: Min outdoor temperature, 16.6 degrees Celsius.
7: Minimum temperature today has been 16.6 degrees Celsius, so it hasn't got that cold overnight.
8: Max outdoor temperature. 18.9 degrees Celsius.
7: Maximum temperature has been 18.9 degrees Celsius. So that's the same as the current temperature. It was interesting. I, As I said about moving the sensor away from direct sunlight, I didn't do that initially. And when the sun hit the sensor yesterday afternoon, that maximum temperature got to 29.9 degrees Celsius, so a bit hot. So I flip to the right again.
8: Outdoor humidity, 52%.
7: Outdoor humidity is 52%. Flick to the right again.
8: Outdoor feels like 19 degrees Celsius.
7: Here's the feels like. So it currently feels like 19 degrees Celsius.
8: Outdoor air quality. 29 very good main pollutant. PM 10, Wyombe, 9 a.m. New South Wales.
7: Okay, so this is the outdoor quality of the air. And as I said, this pertains to the local weather station in my area, which is currently Wyong, on the central coast of New South Wales in Australia. Flick to the right again indoor comfort 40 good noisy indoor indoor comfort 40 to the right again
8: indoor co subscript 2 level 394 ppm this is the
7: indoor co2 level and that's at 394 at the moment so that's the co2 level i'm not too concerned about that really because i actually don't use any burning type stuff in my house at all gas wood stove etc to the right again
8: indoor temperature 23.0 23.0 degrees Celsius.
7: So my indoor temperature at the moment is 23.0 degrees Celsius. Flip to the right again.
8: Min indoor temperature, 21.9 degrees Celsius.
7: Minimum temperature has been at 21.9 degrees Celsius.
8: Max indoor temperature, 23.0 degrees Celsius.
7: <laughs> Maximum temperature is the same as the current temperature, 23.0. Flip to the right again.
8: Acoustic comfort, 56 dB, lively.
7: Acoustic comfort is 56 decibels, lively. So I normally find with this one, as I said, when it's about 50, it says quiet, and it has different ranges where it's got different words to match the noise level inside the house. Flip to the right again.
8: Indoor humidity,
7: 53%. Indoor humidity is 53%. Air pressure in
8: bar, 1,012.
7: Indoor pressure in bars is 1,012.
8: Selected indoor button, one of two.
7: And then we get the two buttons down the bottom. Selected indoor, which is the current state I'm on, which is current indoor sensor.
8: New indoor
7: module. Button this is the button for a new indoor module. So that's basically the screen you get anytime you go into the app to read your data information from either of those two sensors. And I should say that I'm actually currently sitting at work, not at home. So that gives you a really great idea of the fact that you can just check that remotely. You don't have to be inside your house. To check the data information. Now, I did say that I'd show you where to change the units, etc. When you actually do your account and so on, it does set you up based on, I believe, your GPS position anyway. So I didn't really have to do anything to change it from Fahrenheit to Celsius. It did it automatically for me. I may be wrong in that assumption. So when you do yours, see what happens okay so let me just go to the top left hand side of the screen
8: menu button
7: Okay, it's menu one finger double tap
8: close button
7: now keep in mind when you go into this menu screen it's pulling the information off the netatmo server itself so if i flick to the right with one finger
8: main my stations heading landmark
7: so heading my station
8: only visited
7: link <laughs> it's already been visited so that's home near I That's actually my home and street. Flick to the right again.
8: Install a new station. Link.
7: So I can install a new station.
8: Add slash remove a module. Link.
7: Add slash remove a module. So that's when I said you can add up to three other outdoor sensors.
8: Help. Heading.
7: Help. It's a heading.
8: Frequently asked questions. Visited. Link.
7: Frequently asked questions and all those questions and answers are accessible.
8: Contact. Link.
7: It's a contact link.
8: My account. Heading.
7: Heading my account.
8: Log out. Ling.
7: So you can log out.
8: Change my email address. Ling.
7: Change your email address.
8: Change my password. Ling.
7: Change your password.
8: Change my units. Visited. Ling.
7: Change my units. And that's where I said you can change your units, etc.
8: My third party apps. Heading.
7: And then there's a heading here for my third party apps. And because I've installed a Mac client to also access the, the data as well that's listed here as well. And that's it for the rest of the screen, besides just the app names that I've installed on my Mac. If you want to have a look at my account, as in what of my devices doing, let me come back to the top of the screen again.
8: Shape settings. Now flick to the right. Close, but main. My stations. Heading, home where Wira. Visited, link. Okay, and
7: of course I was just flicking to the right then. Let me do one finger double tap.
8: Home my name, landmark.
7: Okay, and it said name.
8: Close button. I flick
7: back to the left, we've get the close button, so I flip to the right back here. Main.
8: Name. Home Multi line okay. text field. So
7: that's the name, and it said multi line edit. text field. Of course, that's where you can name your weather station.
8: Location. Ling. Location. Time zone.
7: Time zone. Australia
8: slash NSW.
7: Okay, mine's Australia, New South Wales.
8: Outdoor module. Heading.
7: Outdoor module heading.
8: Name. Outdoor. Multi line text field.
7: And this is where Double you can name automated. the outdoor module. I've just labeled mine outdoor. Radio signal. Now here's the radio signal information. So if I flick to the right.
8: Signal high PNG. Image.
7: Signal is high.
8: Battery status.
7: Battery status.
8: Battery full PNG. Image.
7: Now that was actually all one word. It's actually said battery full. So if I flick to the right again. Serial number. So my serial number.
8: h 3 firmware.
7: The firmware
8: 41.
7: 41. Of course, I'm flicking to the right at the moment still.
8: Indoor module. Heading.
7: Indoor module. So the previous information was about the outdoor module. So I flip to the right.
8: Name. Indoor. Multi-line text field.
7: Okay. Again, name.
8: Double-tap to edit.
7: Multi-line text field to name the indoor module. I just said indoor.
8: Wi-Fi signal.
7: The Wi-Fi signal.
8: Wi-Fi high PNG. Image.
7: Wi-Fi high. Flip to the right again.
8: Configure Wi-Fi. Link.
7: Configure the Wi-Fi. Mac address. This is the Mac address.
8: 70. E- firmware.
7: Ninety-six. 96.
8: Station administrators.
7: Station Heading. administrators. I've got my administrator account and you can also request other people to be able to use your weather station as well. So if I go back to the top of the screen.
8: Settings. Button. Double tap. Settings. My stations. Heading. Landmark.
7: Okay. I'll come back to that main previous screen. Settings. Top left hand side of the screen again. Flick to the right.
8: Close. And
7: finger double-tap on close.
8: Menu. Button.
7: So I'm now back at my main screen, so if I flip to the right.
8: Change station. Home near Button. Events. Button. Last update time. Wednesday the 30th of July at 12.02pm.
7: Okay, so it's already updated itself at 1202 If I flick to the right.
8: Rain. Button.
7: It's the rain button.
8: Outdoor temperature. 19.1 degrees Celsius.
7: Okay, outdoor temperature is now 19.1 degrees Celsius, so it's gone up.
8: Min outdoor temperature. 16.6 degrees Celsius. Min temperature. Max outdoor temperature. 19.1 degrees Celsius. Okay,
7: maximum, etc. etc. Just let me just press my home button to come out of the app.
8: Netadmo. Double tap to
7: open. And that completes this demonstration of the Natatmo Urban Weather Station. I should say, when I purchased it from the Apple Online Store in July 2014, it cost me $249. And as I said previously in the demo, the app was free because you've already purchased the hardware. I must say the amount of information that I get from the dashboard for indoor, outdoor, temperature, humidity, pressure, etc. is actually extremely nice and certainly does as much as I need it to do. I wish the current weather was accessible, but for me, I don't necessarily need to see or access the graph or event Information. If you want to find more about the Natatmo Urban Weather Station, you can certainly find it on the Apple Online Store, or you can also go to the Natatmo website, and of course that's www.natatmo.com. So as usual, thanks for listening and bye for now.
3: Menu,
4: menu.
2: The other thing that I could briefly touch on, which people might be interested in, is, is setting cue points, which are very nice. Let's, Joe. let's go back to go this a. file here. Let's say you've got a file that you're editing, and it's an interview or something, and you want to you wanna mark, the say, the place every time you ask a question in the file, so that when you're editing the file, if you want to jump from question to question, you can do that easily. In GoldWave, you have what's called cue points. And let me start playing this file. Kind of pulling the peanut butter off the knife onto the bread. Okay. All right, I'll leave this the way it is. Kind of pulling the peanut butter off the knife onto the bread. Okay. So I just put a pause there, and I'm going to put my start marker here. Left bracket bread bread. So let's say I want to mark that position. I can do a, what's called a contr- I can drop a cue point there by hitting a control Q. Q. And now. If I select the whole file, and let's say I want to jump to that part of the file, I just do a control J J. and hit play. And as you can see, that brought me right to that part of the file. So you can mark up a file that way, and these cue points will be saved if you save the file as a WAV file. So if you save this file, it'll save all the cue points. So when you reopen that file, you can just do a control J and jump from cue point to cue point. The other the other reason that you might want to use this let's say you you rip one of your CDs in the gold Wave. so you've got a bunch of music and you you know you've got say a whole album and you want to split those up into separate files you can do that by just putting a cue point at the beginning of each song and then you can you know go then you can always go through later and um, and split those up into separate files so it's a very Convenient right, like you could, you could put a of. cue
9: point and then you could edit out additional silence and all that.
2: Right. Or uh, you could put a cue point and then you can – Wave has an option where you can actually go in and and split that file according to where the cue points are. So Gold Wave will split that one file up into many different files. Yeah, I did this when I,
9: when I was recording a long, a long book uh, from a source and I recorded it. And it was like a, a, a five or six hour book. And I actually went through and took the time to find the beginning of each chapter, chapter one, chapter two, and went all the way up to 30 or whatever it was, and set cue points at the beginning of each chapter. And then you can go in the tools menu, and or I believe it's also in the edit menu as well, and go to cue points and have that split
2: up. Yeah, exactly. And separate files. Exactly. Another nice uh, command that I was, that, that, that that was nice that I w- that I was going to mention, in respect to the zoom functions that I mentioned earlier, and let's actually, let's go back let's go back to the beginning of this file, hey, and let's see how long this file is. Actually, there's a nice this is part of the the windowize set file, and this is also in the JAWS scripts and in the uh, NVDA add-on. Yes, it but is. But in the in the uh, windowize set file, if if I do an Alt B, it'll tell me the i think it's an all the length of the file here
5: length 2.937 okay
2: 2.937 seconds so um actually let me now that'll yeah actually let me close this out and open up a little longer file
5: yes wire button no end button okay. gold wave
2: i'm going to open up file number 3 i guess
5: oh file name polaris three dot war 3 of 5 i type Microsoft Wave, Gold Wave. Let's see if this is the one
2: that I want. I guess it's this. One. Yeah. Okay. This is good. So let's see how long this file is.
5: Length: fifteen point nine zero six.
2: So this is fifteen point nine zero six seconds. So <clears throat> I mentioned the the uh, zoom, the different zoom levels before. So let's do now a let's do a shift two, which would be. Uh, Seconds, yes, let's do a shift two so him the shift to number two, okay.
5: All right.
2: All right, so now I've got the zoom level set to one second. So now if I hit my page up and page down keys, it'll move me one second along in the file because I've set this to one second. So if I start playing the file, I get that. that Really good, and I'm hitting my page down key. Braille it's moving ser- me by one second. So, um, Sharon, you were asking before about jumping around in a file, and if you move your arrow keys, uh, if you in this in this case, if I move hey. my arrow keys,
0: I guess it's this view that um,
2: uh, my that- left and right arrow they will move me by one tenth of a second. So, um, that's just. That's just another way of using those Zoom features that I mentioned earlier. And you know what I'll do, Darren, is I actually have, and I'll, I'll upload this to you and you can upload it to everybody. Okay. Is, uh, I have the, uh, I have, a, I have a, 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 actually it's in the Gold Wave, it's in the GoldWave manual, but I do have a set of um, keys um, that I wrote out for this uh, demo and I'll upload that later, and you can um, post it for everybody. So, does anybody have any questions? Any questions? Throw them in. Do the, another edit here. <laughs> them in the
9: text box. This is this is the meat of the the meat of the sandwich here. This is it. So, and keep in mind, this is basic. We can get a lot more advanced. I'm not trying to daunt, daunt you guys. Yeah, we. Sharon and, and, saying she's got a question. As usual, okay. that's quite all right. Go that's ahead, excellent. Sharon. That's okay. Go ahead, Sharon.
7: that I've been wanting to split up into like tracks for ages mm-hmm. but I was thinking I would have to use the start and end markers and I've been dreading doing that so it's nice to know I don't have to but how yes. do I split that up into files because you said there's a way in gold way that you can do that but we don't
2: yes there is it's yeah it's under I'll show you where it is actually
5: um it's
2: under tools there's one under tools and one under edit as
9: well. Is there any difference between those two? Just two, um, two different ways of getting to the same no, thing. No, let,
2: no. Edit, the edit one. Let, yeah, control. let me go through those. Let me go to the one in the edit menu. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't, okay. No, that's fine.
5: Edit cue points. Okay. Dialogue.
2: Um. No, under the one in the edit menu, which is uh, cue points, you've got a couple options. Edit cue points. So what that means, Sharon, is once you set a cue point, if you want to go back and move it to a different place, you can do that.
5: Drop QC, Control Q. Uh,
2: drop Q. Uh, you don't have to go into the edit menu to do this. This is a hotkey.
5: Jump to next Q and Control J.
2: Jump to next Q is Control J.
5: Jump to previous QP, Shift, Control J.
2: Jump to previous Q is Shift, Control J.
5: Split file. S dialog disabled. Split file.
2: That's the one you want, Sharon, is split file. <sighs> okay. That's um, such a yeah, and so once you've got your file marked up, you can split it, and what it'll do is. Based on those cue points, it'll split it all into separate wave files for you. Right. Awesome. Uh, okay,
9: now, <laughs> now, let me just interject here and say that uh, cue points are awesome, but don't let the start and finish markers intimidate you because that, once you master that, and it may take a while, and remember, some folks learn faster than others, and Tim's been doing this for many a year, so he's very good at it, and it does take practice. So don't let that daunt you because that, that, can be very that's a big part of of editing and uh you can do it if you just if you just like anything else if you practice so and besides the fact you'll want to make sure that those cue points are set right where they need to be set before you go splitting that file or you're going to also split your head open with a headache that's going (laughs) that's going to sorry that was bad um that's going to because you're gonna have to go back and do all that work again so so anyway just uh just a uh Does that does that answer your uh, question? Yes, and possibly pose a few others. (laughs) 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 All right, very good. Anyone else with any questions at this time? Wow, man, you guys are are you guys asleep or you just all you all getting Uh, I think they're all all asleep. I think I put them them to sleep. I think I put them all to sleep. Should I I play the the uh, Patrick Purdue wake up? (laughs) No, I won't. I won't do that. Uh, I won't do that. So we all good. We want to continue on. It is 10:23 What do, pe- we could, what do we people want to as- do?
3: I
2: can I can uh, I mean I can do another edit if people want me to do that or um yeah, just to give your, you an idea. Th- you know, give what, me what, some what do ideas.
9: People throw, do? throw them in the throw them in the Or does
2: people have any questions? I haven't even covered any, you know, effects or anything like that. The effects in right. are so-so, but there are some good things like the uh, volume uh, what's that called, Darren? The volume, the, what are we talking the, about the voiceover, normalize. Oh,
9: the voice. Yeah, I use the voiceover function all the time, and that's actually interesting because. Okay, and we're, we are getting some suggestions here, but I <laughs> okay. use the voiceover feature all the time, and, and that used to be a paid option, didn't it, Tim? And now it's now. It's yeah, paid, and, so. and now
2: correct? it's yeah, now it's part of the program. Yeah. Um,
9: so I think. Uh, let's see here. Let me just. Uh, Joseph Lee saying, let's do another session on effects, So it's, it's kind of splitting it up. And Silvermoon says she'd love to learn how to mix things, but not sure if anyone's awake. So come on. If the rest of you guys want to continue this, let's, uh, let's hear from you and see if uh, we should continue this or stop here for this week and continue on with a, a tentative uh, schedule next week. I'm thinking we're definitely going to go with the second session. Uh, what are you thinking, Tim? You, you up for that, man? I'm down with it. Whatever. <laughs> I he's down with it, so so why don't we just why don't we end things here, folks, and we'll pick it up okay. next week. Uh, you got a good place you can mark in your outline there. I'm
2: yeah, I'm pretty. I'm, fr- I'm fr- so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty much through the outline. If people want, if people want me to cover mixing next week, maybe mixing and some effects okay. and okay. like voiceover and fades and stuff like that. Great. Sounds great. Um, we can Sounds do that. Great, yeah, man.
9: Sounds great. This is enough material where folks can go back at their own leisure and play back. But yes, you can definitely add me to Skype and Tim. She's asking if she can add you to Skype. Yes, if you
2: have it. yeah, I it's do have Skype, question. and uh, I'm happy to. Should I just put my Skype thing in chat, or I can? You can do that, but why don't
9: you? If you don't, if you don't mind, every. Oh no, i so, I'll, no, that's, I'll that's give it on the recording. Up to that's you. fine. Well, yeah, yeah. I was say that's entirely up to you because I don't know that's how many fine. people will be adding you to Skype.
2: So that's fine. <laughs> fine. My uh, my Skype name is. Uh, Tim T I M H Cummings C U M I N G S. So, very good. Very good. Uh well, all right. so, yeah. All right, so, you got
9: anything else to, you know, wrapping up, closing comments, anything? Um
2: no, except audio editing is fun and uh Absolutely. And and if you uh it just takes practice, but you can uh, get to, you know, you can you can with practice you get better and better and you'll get more excited and you'll be like Darren who was almost jumping out of his Close the Dude, I was the other later. day
9: when he showed me that scrub feature. I was like, "Oh, I got it! I got it!" Just like you know, all almost about to just—I don't know—I was so excited because I felt like I could really do some some really nice, smooth edits with having that functionality. Because I have you know decent ear hand coordination, being a drummer. Uh, anyway, whatever.
2: <laughs> but uh, you're just good, Darren. Come on, you're just. I'll good. stop
9: it! Stop it! Stop. We'll uh, we will definitely continue definitely continue on next week uh, I'm going to go ahead and save this file and try to go ahead and get it uh, try to get it edited so we can post this up hopefully on Audioboo tomorrow if anyone else would like to post the archive anywhere else uh, let me know and I'll definitely get it to you if there's other yeah, mediums all you, you probably
2: to have to do it. is skip skip through and cut out all the places where you couldn't hear me <laughs>
9: <laughs> well no no i mean that's all right i can I, now now he's now he's going he's going to listen back to this and go okay did darren do a good job editing this i to you no, know i'm not gonna that. listen
2: i'm not that narcissistic
9: <laughs> well it's not for just my your benefit it's for mine my... yeah, yeah yeah that's, that's exactly true. what i'll do i'll just do a huge selection and just reduce silences that's exactly what i'll do um, all right, folks. Well, this has been a good session. We're going to go ahead and end it here. And uh, if you folks want to continue to chat in the lobby, that's fine. I think I'm going to go ahead and crash. It's been a rather long day for me. But uh, uh, thanks, guys. Thanks for everyone for showing up and uh, feel free to let folks know. Maybe some folks that might be interested in the class, if, if they didn't make it for the first session, maybe they can check out the archive and hopefully show up for the second session. This has been great. Uh, so, Tim, you pop that control key again okay
2: control key all so, right i gotta gonna, figure out what we're the, gonna
9: figure that issue what, out too, yeah i don't know, know what, what the heck this that. is
2: man team <laughs> talk doesn't like me i think that's what's it's going probably, on
9: th- um if you there's a thingy you can press that has it silent to you if you don't press a key for five minutes it's oh, you you
2: away. oh, oh I, I, know know. I bet that's what it is oh my god <laughs> did, yeah I where is that dude where is that
9: i well, it's in preferences somewhere i think it's in general Okay. Oh my God!
2: All right, I'm going to go look right yeah, now. That's
9: probably what it is. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and end the archive. And thanks for listening, folks. And we will talk to you again soon. Thanks a lot.
1: Well, we do want to thank you for being with us this week here on Main Menu, and hope you'll join us back here again next week on Main Menu. You have a great week, and we'll see you soon here on Main Menu.